Good afternoon and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll have details on the BASF Safety Scouts program. Also, we'll get an update on Manitoba cereal crops. And up first, in today's country comment, we'll get an update on Manitoba's potato crops, the latest farm news and market numbers, all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Joining us on the program today is Mallory LaWarn with the Manitoba Crop Alliance to give us an update on Manitoba's cereal crops. Things are looking okay. We're definitely seeing the impacts of the heat and drought. Um, the majority of fields are headed out or in the grain filling period. Um, and in general, plants are shorter than normal. Like I said, many of these fields are showing signs of heat and drought stress from last week. So tillers are dying off. And then we're also kind of worried about um, issues with pollen viability since um, this is significantly reduced when temperatures are above 30 degrees Celsius. How important is it to get some, some rain here in the next little while? Yeah, so cereals use the most water during that grain filling and flowering period. So it's going to be um, essential that we get a good rain in the next week or so. Talk a little bit about um, insect or, or disease issues. Yes, yeah, so I haven't seen very much disease out in the field. Um, as far as insects, grasshoppers are a concern in the eastern part of the province, um, but levels haven't been as high as expected. However, this could change if hot and dry conditions continue. And then I'm also seeing some reports of wheat midge emerging. So just a general reminder is that it's best to scout at dusk during calm evenings for wheat midge. What about uh, winter uh, cereals? How are they looking? Winter cereals are looking okay. They are um, turning color. What's kind of the timeline for, for those? I would say that within the next two to three weeks, you might start seeing um, some desiccation happening. As far as the, the heat and moisture, are they handling that okay? Or? Yeah, they were able to take advantage of um, the cooler weather at the start of spring. So I would expect that our, our winter cereals are in decent shape. That was Mallory LaWarn with the Manitoba Crop Alliance giving us an update on the province's cereal crops. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. Manitoba's potato crop is looking good in most areas of the province. Vikram Bisht is with Manitoba Agriculture. At the moment, uh, the potato crop in most of the province looks uh, excellent. Other than some uh, heat issues in some fields uh, with uh, the sprouts happening, that is greening of the uh, tubers, basically all good. The problem is in areas where the potato fields are not irrigated. So in some areas, no, not enough moisture and uh, the added heat uh, may create certain issues. And the Manitoba Crop Alliance is providing an update on the province's winter cereals. Here's agronomy extension specialist Mallory LaWarn. Winter cereals are looking okay. They are um, turning color. I would say that within the next two to three weeks, you might start seeing some desiccation happening. They were able to take advantage of the cooler weather at the start of spring. So I would expect that our, our winter cereals are in decent shape. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Egg Wire for Thursday, July 8th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll get a potato update from Manitoba. 
Joining us on the program today is Vikram Bisht with Manitoba Agriculture to give us an update on the province's potato crop. At the moment, uh, the potato crop in most of the province looks uh, excellent. Other than some uh, heat uh, issues in some fields uh, with uh, the sprouts happening, that is greening of the uh, tubers, basically all good. The problem is in areas where the potato fields are not irrigated. So in some areas, no, not enough moisture, and uh, the arid heat uh, may create certain issues. But most of the crop in most of the province is pretty good. How is the soil moisture situation? Are a lot of farmers um, using irrigation? Yeah, a lot of farmers are uh, supplementing whatever they can. And uh, the uh, crop is in uh, good uh, tuber formation. They are about dime size, in some cases loony size. And this is a good time to... Uh, irrigate. A lot of uh, people are trying to maintain about 70% soil moisture, which is a good thing. In areas where you don't have uh, much irrigation, possibly the soil moisture could be raised to about 50-60% if that is possible. But this is the critical stage to set the potential for the crop for the whole season. Any insect or disease concerns? We are seeing Colorado potato beetles showing up in some areas. And these are the areas where we normally see some insect-resistant uh, uh, populations. Uh, in general, the populations uh, in uh, the west of Manitoba is very low. It is in the south uh, winter area where you see fair amount of uh, uh, Colorados. Uh, we are also trying to monitor for the European corn borer and the populations seem to be at uh, peak right now. We are trapping a fair amount of uh, adults in our pheromone traps, which means that uh, in about a week, we will start seeing egg masses and uh, small larva uh, trying to uh, find a spot in the potato stems. That is uh, something that we will be looking at. Aphids, we are uh, also monitoring, and uh, the uh, numbers in the beginning of the season this year are rather high, are getting higher, and so uh, we need to keep track uh, in the seed fields. We are recommending uh, use of uh, uh, petroleum oil or aphid oil for the seed potato fields uh, we haven't found any green peach aphid or potato aphids yet, but if we do, we will let the seed growers know, and then they may need to use aphid oil plus insecticide together. We are also trying to monitor for late light spores as part of our uh, late light forecasting system. At the moment, uh, the uh, weather is rather dry, and so we haven't seen any uh, spores in any of our traps yet. So, so far, so good, late night wise. That was Vikram Bisht with Manitoba Agriculture giving us an update on the potato crop. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. 
On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time for a look at the farm calendar. CFAM Radio 950 is hosting a Farmer Appreciation Lunch, July 13th in Plum Coulee at the Harvest Christian Fellowship Church parking lot. The drive through event will take place from 1130 until 1. The grand prize is a Meridian Grain Max Hopper Bottom Bin, valued at more than $20,000. Sponsors this year include GJ Chemical, ETG Commodities, and Comb Egg Services. Farm Credit Canada is offering a free online workshop July 13th entitled The Modern Family Farm Transition. Go to the FCC website to register and the Canadian Semental Association has moved its AGM to an online setting this year, July 24th. Visit their website for viewing information. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Thursday afternoon, BSF Canada Agricultural Solutions has launched its Safety Scouts program in partnership with the Canadian Agricultural Safety Association. I caught up with Head of Communications and Public Affairs at BSF Canada, Nicole McCauley. Our new program uh, is called the BSF Safety Scouts, like you said, and it's really just a fun and interactive way uh, for BSF to support family farm safety. It's part of our longstanding partnership with CASA, the Canadian Agricultural Safety Association, and it aims to build on the online kids safety hub that we built last year in response to, you know, a bit of a shift from moving from in-person safety education programs for kids Uh, into online resources to help farm families stay safe. When families request a kit through the CASA website, each kit includes an adjustable child size safety vest, which is CSA Z96-15 compliant, a customizable name badge, safety-themed activity and coloring sheets, a BSF Safety Scouts reward badge, as well as a membership certificate. In addition, there will be letters to not only the parents, but the child who's going to be our safety scout and be the safety scout on the farm, as well as a pledge that they can, you know, stand up, they can recite. Um, and it's a way for them to really engage uh, more personally with the program. Not only are they getting these materials, but we really want them to take accountability and ownership for, you know, the success of safety on the farm. We know that farm Safety is something that is at the top of mind for parents, right? Um, Growing up on a farm is an amazing opportunity. It's really like no other. Um, But everybody, no matter their age, really needs to know how to recognize risks and manage hazards. There's lots of things on the farm that can present risk. Um, And so the role of the safety scout is to really take those values from a young age, um, not only embed them for the long term, but help to provide a leadership role. And that can start, uh, as, you know, as young as three, four, five, because we know that they're very involved in the farm operation, even at that young age. And I guess that'll just open up conversations with the adults as well. Exactly. And we hope that um, it enables more conversation, more um, engagement, whether it's with the family, whether it's with, you know, other people who are working on the farm. Ideally, it's, it's really to instill and shape a safer, brighter tomorrow for Canadian agriculture. Again, if someone is interested, um, how do they find out more? If they do have a local BSF rep, they can uh, do so and request and and, uh, communicate with them directly. Um, Otherwise, they can visit the CASA website. So I'll just repeat that out so people know it. It's www.casa-acsa.ca. 
And if you just look across onto the resources side under for kids, You'll find not only the online resource hub that we developed last year where there are some materials there, but if you scroll down, fill in your information, um, and we'll get one of those Safety Scout kits right out to you. That was Nicole McCauley, Head of Communications and Public Affairs at BASF Canada Agricultural Solutions, talking about their Safety Scouts program. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. The Manitoba Crop Alliance is providing an update on the province's cereal crops. Agronomy Extension Specialist Mallory LaWarn talked about some insect and disease issues. So I haven't seen very much disease out in the field. As far as insects, grasshoppers are a concern in the eastern part of the province, but levels haven't been as high as expected. However, this could change if hot and dry conditions continue. And then I'm also seeing some reports of wheat midge emerging. So just a general reminder is that it's best to scout at dusk during calm evenings for wheat midge. And Manitoba's potato crop is looking excellent in most areas of the province. Vikram Bisht with Manitoba Agriculture talked about soil moisture. A lot of farmers are uh, supplementing whatever they can, and uh, the uh, crop is in uh, good uh, tuber formation. They are about dime size, in some cases loony size. This is a good time to uh, irrigate. A lot of uh, people are trying to maintain about 70% soil moisture, which is a good thing. In areas where you don't have uh, much irrigation possibly, the soil moisture could be raised to about 50-60% if that is possible. But this is the critical stage to set the potential for the crop for the whole season. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll hear from Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.